What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Diary of a Queer Mexican American. I am your host, Eduardo Saliz. Before I get started, make sure you guys are following me on all social media at ESLEs27 on TikTok, on the Instagrams, on the Pornhubs, all of it, all of it. Actually, I haven't even used Twitter in a while. I was going to say Twitter too, but I was like, I barely even use Twitter. I only use Twitter for porn, honestly. <laughs> I know that's so terrible to say because Twitter has literally become the new Tumblr, because I used to use Tumblr for porn. Now I just use Twitter because everyone's putting out like their OnlyFans on there. And I'd be flogging that dolphin to that shit, man. I'd be flogging that dolphin. Now, I usually, before I even start my podcast, I usually have like something quippy, something funny, you know, something ridiculous in the very beginning. But um, I have a lot that's on my mind right now, especially because of the audition that I just went through. Um, let me tell you, this audition was part of the reason why I haven't been like really on my podcast game. I haven't been podcasting consistently because I've just been so focused on this audition and I wanted to do well and XYZ and come to find out like I didn't have a shot in fucking hell in this audition. Um, I've been really secretive about it only because like I'm, I'm weird and I am a huge proponent of like, um, I don't want to jinx shit. So I was like, mm, I'm not going to tell anybody. I'm just going to tell everybody it's an audition. And then when it comes out, it comes out. Mm, and then like, we'll pop the corn and feed the children at that time, honey. Um, but anyways, I ended up auditioning for a pro NFL cheer team. Um, I auditioned for the Raiderettes. Um, the reason why I auditioned for the Raiderettes was because... I love cheering. Um, and I I think I said this before on the podcast that I wanted to be part of a team that I didn't have to coach. I didn't have to help anybody. It was just me focusing on my own progress. And not only that, like these are paid professionals. So it's like you're paid to be there. You're paid to know your shit. And um, I don't have to fucking help anybody. And I don't want to help anybody. Like maybe with like understanding um, maybe a move here and there. But if I have to go to the point and fucking coach your ass, I don't want to be there. I do not want to fucking be there. And I and I think I said this before where I said, like, past cheer teams, besides my first cheer team, I've had to help a lot of the people. I've had to, like, make choreography and, and like, pretty much help coach. And I was like, this ain't for me, sis. Like, I am adding so much more stress onto myself on top of, like, me studying. Um, it ain't worth it, sis. So I was like, let me try out for a pro NFL team. Um, and that pro NFL team ended up being the Raider Rats. Um, so I'm going to, I'm just going to, mm, there's a lot of frustration that came out with this audition, but I'm going to start from the very, very, very beginning. So when I find out, when I found out about the Raider Rats audition, um, they ended up posting, uh, they had like, I want to say these workshops, I guess you would say prep classes is what they call them. The prep, the prep class was like a uh, 25 bucks like each class and they did four of them so it was like 100 bucks total I took all four of those classes um so I when I first showed up I was literally afraid that they were not going to let me into the door because um let's be honest the Raider Rets, the way that they market themselves is football fabulous females and they're called the Raiderettes not the Raiders dancers or you know like it's not it's very gender specific so 
I didn't think I was even I was gonna even make it through the door. And I literally said that to one of the Raiderettes when I walked in the door. Um and so first prep class, I go in. Um mind you, this is like the first class that I have taken in fucking years. I don't think I've done anything in like three year three or four years or something like that. I no tumbling, no dance training, no nothing. So I'm starting from wherever the hell I'm at, which it wasn't terrible. It wasn't terrible. But anyways, so I'm in this prep class. We're doing some across the floor, you know, I'm like getting back into it, like thinking about choreography again, um, thinking about motions, thinking about turns, leaps, tumbling, all this fun stuff. Um, and things were going great. My, the first day I ended up getting called out when, um, when we were doing a freestyle moment, um, that was a lot of fun. I got called out. The coach like noticed me. She noticed me in every single prep class when we did our freestyle. She was like, you to the front, show everybody what you got. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, oh my God. Um, so I was excited for that. Um, you know, and then after like across the floors, after the freestyle, we would go into the choreography. The choreography was a little bit more difficult. Um, for me specifically because a I was getting back into it and b um it's such a different style than what I was used to because this is like big simple but like super fast and I was like oh crap um and so I had to like rewire my brain into like learning how to do these moves and then like learning how to stay sharp and just going back into my wheelhouse of things that I used to do before um I honestly thought that the prep classes went okay it wasn't great like I didn't get a silver ticket and what a silver ticket is is um if you do great in the prep class it gives you a ticket to go to semifinals because there's so many different rounds of the audition and so I was using these prep classes to get my foot back into the door to get back into training and so they did one a week and I think it started in March it started in March so they did one a week for that month and then I think we had a week off. And then after that was semifinals. I signed up for semifinals thinking that I had a shot mainly because I was talking to a lot of the other girls and a lot of the girls were like, oh my God, like you're so good. Um, like you have a lot of energy. Like I think the coach likes you. Like I think you're doing great X, Y, Z. So I was like, okay, maybe, maybe I have a fucking shot. Maybe I have a shot at this. Maybe I have a shot at being a, being in a pro NFL cheer team here in Las Vegas. And I was like, it's going to be great. Um, but before I give you my thoughts, I'm just going to give you the rundown of the whole tryout. So tryouts were the 16th. We got the choreography two days before. I ended up calling off um, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Because Saturday was the day of the auditions. And then Thursday, Friday is when we got the choreography. Thursday, I spent just like trying to memorize the choreography. And then Friday is when I spent trying to clean the routine and making sure that I was pointing my toes, making sure that I was clean. Things that that the coach um, of the Raiderettes tried to uh, put in our minds. That type of thing. Um, so that's what I really try to focus on. Um, I ended up meeting a really great friend. She was really nice. We ended up doing, we ended up doing the routine, I think the day before. 
and we ended up going to tryouts together. Um, we were together like majority of the time. It was fun. It was great. Um, we had to be at the M hotel for signups at 7am, which was wild. So I ended up getting out four, showering, getting ready and then picking up my friend at seven because I think like seven thirty is when they open the parking lot. I don't know. It was, it was like some really weird time. Um, and that's when they were starting the signups, <laughs> which by the way, they need to do a better job because I literally thought it was going to be inside of the fucking hotel. It wasn't inside of the hotel. They really weren't specific. Um, so we ended up going to like the, the parking garage and we ended up going in front of the M hotel. Everything was outside. It was really fucking windy. It was so bad. It was so windy. Listen, I like to get blown, but this was fucking ridiculous. Anyways, and they had like these tents, like they, I think they had like three tents and they had us go by like your first name. They ended up mentioning that, um, well, I wasn't there when they mentioned this. Um, they said that they were gonna, we were gonna go into the audition by first names, um, which is something that they didn't let us know up until like the last minute. Cause they said, when you sign up, that's when that's how do I explain this when you sign up that's where you're going to be in the in the mix so they said to always sign up early that way you're not like 400 and fucking something and I was like okay cool well, I'm gonna sign up early I signed up like I think the third week of the prep class that night um so I can get in early that way I wasn't going to be in the last when in reality it didn't matter because they went by first fucking names. And I was like, oh, okay, great. So I'm going to be one of the first groups anyway. Um, cause my name starts with an E and it's Eduardo. Okay. No, let me rephrase that. It's Eduardo. Cause that's how you properly say it. I shouldn't try to whiteify myself and just, just give you the, t the full T Eduardo. Anyways. Um, so we went to these tents, we got on the bus, we went into like the, the Raiders, uh, practice uh football field um there was a stage there were pom-poms and then there was the the judges chairs and we were off in a separate area that was completely curtained off and there was a place where we can put all of our stuff there was tables there were chairs and then there was like this whole grass section where um where we can just practice a routine well it was turf turf is so hard to turn on i'm just gonna say that right now but anyways so we were there for a couple minutes and then they called all of us into the audition space and then um we did a couple stretches we did like a couple of warm-ups and then um we did the dance a couple times um well actually they they tried to make us learn the dance um, going step by step, which is really dumb. Cause it's like, if you didn't know the choreography by then, what the fuck are we doing? They gave it to you two days before Mary. But anyways, so we, um, so we were doing the choreography. So they were teaching us the choreography and then we went straight into just doing the choreography. The judges were already sitting right in front of us. They announced the judges. Um, I think a little bit after we did like our warm ups, and then we started to dance. And at first I was like, okay, I'm going to be in the back just in case if I fuck up. And and then they made a switch lines and I was like, okay, I'm gonna be strategic. I'm gonna place myself in the front. I am going to go hard on the paint that in case that I freeze up, they know that I can do this dance hardcore. And I, A, I have sharp motions. B, I'm very energetic. 
like I am hardcore. Okay. I, I was giving you face. I was giving you body. I was giving you looks. I was giving you, I was popping the corn and feeding the motherfucking children, Mary. I was doing the do and I was being strategic and I was in the front in case I mess up. They know that I can do the choreography period. So, um, after that, they started to call us in by numbers. Oh, I forgot that they gave us the numbers and they gave us a backpack too. Um, my number was 127. I was thinking, oh my God, this is my number. Like, it's so lucky because 27's like my birthday and this month was my birthday. And I was like, oh my God, okay. So this is going to be great. Um, it's my birthday. It's my birth number. Like, this is lucky. This is so fucking lucky. Um, it's going to be great, Mary. It's going to be great. And I was feeling good. Um, but something inside of me telling me that it was so, it was going to, something was going to go wrong. Something was going to go wrong. And I was fucking right. Um, but I'll explain that later. Oh, and I ended up, we ended up lining up at one point just to see where we were in the lineup. And I ended up going with my friend that I ended up practicing with. Um, we were in the same group together, which was great. So they divided us in group was three. Um, and when you went into the audition, um, well, actually let me back up. So I feel really bad for the, one of the first people that went because that was a lot. Um, th what they did is they had the DJ and that DJ played, uh, different tracks. So you didn't have one song to go by. It was just, it was the same beat. It was the same BPM and they could have played a random song. It could have been Kulo by Pitbull one second. And then all of a sudden it was, you know, some Kelly Clarkson white shit, you know. So they really switched it up on us. So you really had another choreography and you really had to dance to it to any fucking song. And so I was like, okay, that's great. I've done this before. It's like doing band chants. It's fine. Um, but um, anyways, so the first people were going, I was practicing when I started messing up, I start like, I just sat back and I was like, I'm going to breathe a little, um, I'm going to relax and then I'm going to go into it again and then I'm going to keep on going. That was my plan. Cause I was like, I'm not going to suck myself out. I'm just going to, I'm just going to go in do the best that I can and, and see where the fuck it goes and see where the fuck it takes me. Um, I, so the first group went the first couple of groups cause it was like the first hundred and then it was the 100 to 200 and I was in that mix and I went I was frustrated because the coach would count certain people in well let me, let me specify so she would count us in for the claps so there was like a full two eight count of claps and then she would say five, six, seven, eight for when we needed to start the choreography, but she didn't do that with our group. She, I noticed that she did it with specific groups. Um, a lot of them, she didn't count them in. So I was guessing, all right, there's some rigory in this fuckery. There's some literally, there's some literal rigory in this shit. I was not happy about that. And so what, um, I was not one of those groups that she counted in, by the way. So I'm over here tr like trying to count. And then at one point I psyched myself out and I, and I messed up. And then I was at least looking, not looking over my shoulder, but I was like looking at the corner of my eye to see when my friend was going to start the choreography. And then I was like, okay, time to go. And then I started going. Right. And so that, at that point that threw me off. And so I don't think that my facials were on point at that point. Um, but I think after there was a move within like the first eight count, that we turned our backs 
and then um then I was like okay now I got it it's cool and then I started smiling I started focusing on that and um (sighs) here's a disaster I wore the wrong shoes to dance on turf or to do turns on turf to do pirouettes on turf um I wore running shoes which if you look at running shoes running shoes they'll have a little bit more grip on the bottom on the soles um so that really fucked me up I couldn't turn on that turf properly at all I should have just done one turn instead of two because um, a lot of the girls were doing that but I didn't know I didn't know that was an option because they in the video they were like you're gonna do two pirouettes you're gonna do two turns and I was like okay I have to do two turns um, but she also said that she expected us to mess up on the turf because turf is hard to turn on so she expected us to to turn or to mess up our turns and I was like okay Maybe I might get some leeway because the only thing that I messed up on was the turn. Everything else, I hit the choreography correct. Um, and my face in the beginning wasn't great, but I, but in the middle, got back into it. And then in the ending was great. Um, but um, so my turns were fucked. I had to hop out of it. I missed one move and then I got straight back into it motions boom cleanliness everything i just remember being super clean um because that's how i practice and you perform how you practice mary um i was feeling okay i wasn't feeling like oh my god i just nailed that shit but i I was like okay i there's a shot there couldn't be i had a shot that's what i thought in my mind um and then we, ha- I, since because of the fact that we were one of the first groups, we had to wait until everybody else. And there was like 400 something people like in this audition. Um, so we had to wait until everybody else went. And it, I think we finished around, I want to say like two. I went right before we hit lunch, which I was like, thank God, because I do not want to go after lunch. I think that's going to psych me out even more. And I'm going to be more ridiculous and nitpicky so i was like i don't want it. i don't want to no 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 um but i went before lunch um then we hit lunch we ate it was great now we were chilling for like a couple more hours up until the rest of the girls finished i just sat there because i didn't know what else to do i played on my phone um i wanted to leave i honestly wanted to fucking leave but we couldn't leave because they were going to tell us right away who ended up making it to the next round um so uh, after all the girls went i think at some point it was like three or four o'clock um the head coach and then the 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 assistant coach ended up came, coming out and they listed all the numbers that made it into the next round i was not one of those people my friend was the one that i practiced with though <laughs> which by the way no never mind that's not even worth mentioning um we helped each other a lot and so she made it through um i was sitting there going like fuck i didn't even get past the first fucking round it was i this bad did i am i like a bad auditioning er person i was like okay whatever um i was really in my head after um auditions um of course like the bus ride back i was like i was disappointed but I was like, it's okay. Just breathe. You're fine. Don't worry about it. X, Y, Z. Like it's, you're going to, you're going to be fine. Like it was just an audition. Nothing's going to happen. Like if you went through great, if you didn't, it's fine. There's always next year X, Y, Z. Like, yeah, you know, giving me, giving myself like that pep talk. 
a lot of girls were crying. Um, and I tried to console some of the people that were there, um, cause they were like balling. Um, but the next day and the day after I was like, I was super in my head about everything. I was like, was I just not good enough? Did I not? Um, I know I messed up on my turns, but like I went back into it. I know that I was sharp. I know my face wasn't in it in the beginning, but like in the middle towards the end, the end, like my face, my facials were great. I was giving, and I was looking at the judges. The judges were looking at me. They were smiling. Um, I really, I'm not gonna lie to you with everything that everyone was telling me in that audition room, I was expecting to make it through. I've had girls come up to me telling me, oh my God, like you're so great. You're so amazing. I'm rooting for you. And then with me being called out, um, me being called out, uh, by the head coach, um, and you know, being put in the front, I was expecting something. And not only that, like when we were doing our prep classes, I got interviewed, um, pretty simple. It was a pretty simple question, which I know like one of the judging moments was like an interview process to see how you were going to speak in front of people. I'm great in front, like speaking in front of people. That's not something that I'm afraid of. Um, so there was a girl that was in front of me and she was asked like, hmm, how do you feel about getting the summer ticket? There was a lot of ums. There was a lot of, there was a lot of pauses. Uh, she had to do it a couple of times when they were videoing her. It was just not great with me. I was a one take fucking wonder because guess what? I'm a pro bitch. So I know how to speak eloquently. Obviously got through, got through that thinking that, okay, I don't know. I, I, I kept on thinking that I, I had a fucking shot and I kept on thinking, um, everyone's telling me this. Why wasn't this the end result? Why didn't I get to go through? I'm like, I'm frustrated and I don't know what to do. Um, so I got in my head. Maybe I'm just not that good. Maybe I'm just like not as good as I was, or maybe I'm just not good at all. Um, was it my face? Uh, X, Y, Z. I ended up spiraling into depression and I was telling my friend, I was like, dance is the only thing that I'm like necessarily fucking good at. Okay. This is all I have. I don't know where else to go. I don't know where else to to go as a performer where I, um, I didn't know where else to go. And I didn't want to be like a, a, another fucking basic bitch in the fucking world who wasn't out there following their dreams. And I remember I said in the, I remember I said to one of the girls, I'm here because of the fact that there is this stigma that lives in the Latino community that if you're a first generation, you don't have the ability to dream. You don't have the ability to dream because you're too busy building what you didn't have before especially if you're fucking poor and i was like i don't want to put that on me i don't want that i want to have the ability to dream i want to be i want to have the ability to go out there and just like make a life out of myself and not be another fucking statistic of people being upset um and just have people being upset just because they didn't have the ability to follow their dreams that was just not my story i did not want that to be my story period and um so like it, it, me not making it through just absolutely killed me um it wasn't until i think it was i want to say wednesday tuesday or wednesday one of the two or was it monday i don't remember sometime this week i ended up meeting with one of my friends who made it to the second round um I remember, I think it was like a day or two afterwards, um, 
I messaged her even though I was like super depressed. I remember I called into work. I I left work early one day and then called into the work the next day and then I had my day off. Oh, it was Wednesday. It was Wednesday that I messaged her and I was like, hey, I just want to let you know that I'm super proud of you. You, super, you deserve this. I'm so happy um, that you made it to the next round. Like go kill that finale for the both of us. Um, and she she was like thank you oh my god da, da, da. you know just spewing those nice words back um telling me oh like i wish it was us together um but it wasn't it was just her and later that night she told me that she just got cut and i was like what you just got cut she's like yeah and she started sinking into that rabbit hole too of like well wasn't i good enough um was it my look? Was it this? Was it that? And I was like, don't do that to yourself. Don't do that. Um, and then the next day we ended up hanging out after I got off of work. Um, and she spilled the fucking tea for me. And what I mean by spill the fucking tea, she really made me realize that going to the Going into an audition of an NFL pro team, it is such a fucking political game that you just do not have. You just, it's so hard to grasp because of the fact that like, you know, for instance, these are public figures in a sense. They're like, quote unquote, leaders of the community. So it's not just about your dancing ability. It's like, where are you at in your professional life? A, B, how you look and C, race, culture and ethnicity and what girls that they're looking for at that point um because of my gender i had no fucking shot in hell in making it into the raider rats absolutely no fucking way because they were not willing to integrate into a co-ed team even though i consider myself non-binary i still am male presenting um so into their eyes i am a male and so they were not accepting male or male presenting people um, so no matter what, I didn't have a shot in hell in making that team point blank fucking period. Um, and a lot of people who are great ended up getting cut because of the fact that, like I said, it has to do with your job. It has to do with your accolades. It has to do with your looks and how well you fit into the team X, Y, Z. I wasn't going to fit in period. Um, and my friend said that they weren't going to accept a blonde because she was blonde. I was. I'm saying it like she's dead. She's still alive, by the way. Um, they weren't going to accept her because she is blonde. And they already have too many blonde girls. Um, so what they were trying to do is replace the girls that ended up leaving or ended up, quote unquote, retiring. Um, so, and another tea that she spilled was one of the makeup artist ended up telling her friend who is a redhead that hmm, you have a great chance this year they're looking for redheads so you have a great shot and I was like what and then she was like giving me this analytic look into into the world of like pro NFL cheerleading um so she was like, this girl's probably not going to make it because uh, they're not accepting blondes. This girl's not going to make it because of brunette, blah, blah, because she's this, because she's that, because of the way she looks. One of them's too muscular. One of them's too much this. One of them's too much that. And I was like, what the fuck, Mary? What the fuck?
fuck? Like, so this is like not even fucking talent based. It's what you look like and what accolades you hold and what you do on the side. And I'm like, this is absolutely fucking ridiculous. I, and she literally told me like, "Mm, unless they go through a major scandal, the likelihood of them adding you, it was absolutely slim to none. Because then like if they had a scandal, then they would have to rebrand and then they would have to, you know, do something else. Like that's what happened to like a lot of pro cheer teams. That's why they became co-ed. Like that's why they started allowing, you know, male or male presenting people in into their spaces. And I was like, what the fuck? And so and I literally thought about it and I was like, yeah, I had no chance in hell because of the fact that they quote themselves as Football's fabulous females. They're the readerettes. It's not gender neutral. It's specifically for females. And because I'm quote unquote male presenting and to their eyes I'm male, I had no fucking shot in hell. And that fucking annoys me because A, I spent a hundred bucks on these fucking prep classes. I would have had so much more respect for everybody if they would have said to me, Are you trying out? Um, I don't think you should because hmm, we're not accepting males. Because I wasted a fucking hundred bucks. I'm fucking poor. A hundred bucks can take me a long way right now. And. <laughs> but that was absolutely infuriating. That was a complete waste of fucking time. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I liked the process. It was fun. It was cute. But unless it was working towards something, it was a complete waste of fucking time. I didn't have a shot in hell in, in getting this as a part-time gig. Because of A, the way the way that I look, A, and then B, because of the, because of the fact that I, uh, because of my gender, I had no fucking shot in hell. And that would make sense because if you look at at a lot of the pictures that they posted or a lot of the videos or a lot of this, this, and this, I was like nowhere near that. <laughs> I was like nowhere near any of the pictures. And they never took a picture of me. They never took a video of me. You know, it Except for like, there was this one camera person who came up to me and and did an interview. Oh, I forgot to mention that there's uh there's this camera person that was interviewing like a bunch of people and they interviewed me, and they were asked. I think she asked me like, "How are you feeling?" And I was like, "Oh, you know, I'm feeling nervous, but I'm feeling great. I'm really excited. Like this is gonna be a great time. You know, I'm like I'm ready to be here. I'm ready to show up and show out because I I want to show the world that I can dance and then um." I really want this, um, you know, give the whole entire world the ooh-ah-ah sensation. And then she asked me, well, what are we doing right now? And this was like the time that everybody was lining up to see who were they paired up with and their groups and their groups to audition. And I said, oh, well, at this particular point, everyone's lining up um, just just to see, you know, who they're going to be with when they go into the auditions. Like they're only doing groups of three. So we're looking left, we're looking right, and we're just counting all the people that were um, – that were um auditioning oh i never told you either about like what we had to do before we even started dancing so we had to give we had to tell them our name where we're from um and then a fun fact about ourselves so i was like okay i felt like 
me being a Mexican American, I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna like I'm gonna like really lean into like my Latinidad because uh, I I lean into it anyways. Like it's my whole identity. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I'm gonna be like, I'm from Guadalajara. My name is Eduardo Celis. I'm from Guadalajara, Jalisco. Um, and then I said, the fun fact. I did something fucking stupid. I was like, hmm, I have a mild to severe obsession with RuPaul's Drag Race. While everybody else was like listing their accolades, people were like, hmm, I was like Miss America. Hmm, I was like Miss Reno. Hmm, I saved a lion, a baby lion, and I birthed her. And then I took care of her for like six months. And I was like, holy fucking shit, Mary. Like, that's a lot. People were like, I'm a doctor. I was like, I'm just a fucking poor ass motherfucker who's just trying to fucking make it in life. Um... I don't have like I don't have any accolades like I don't I think like the most exciting thing that I've ever done in my fucking life was like I made it to a couple of rounds through American Idol other than that like school is shit family shit work is shit life is shit <laughs> like I don't have any accolades I don't have anything to like be proud of my life I don't know what I was supposed to say like I'm proud of my depression yeah great um but yeah, everyone was because everyone was there to impress. I was there to have fun, um, and just try to make it in life. But whatever. Um, I had these dreams, I had these thoughts. But anyways, that was completely shut down after I found out like all these secrets. Um, but where was I? Oh, oh, when it okay. So it was a complete political game. And they judge you the second that you walk into those prep classes. You're completely judged. The way that you look, the way that you pre present yourself, the way that you communicate with everybody, if you're even communicating with everybody, because um, they want you to communicate with your peers. And on top of that, they want you to communicate with the reader rats. They want you to communicate with the coach. They want you to talk to everybody. And when you go to these prep classes, you better be on fucking point from point A to point B. I think one of the girls told me that she spent $6,000 for every time that she went into a prep class, her hair was done. Her makeup was done. She bought a new fucking outfit each time. And she made sure that she was well done. And I think she made it to like the last round. <clears throat> they just barely posted, posted today who made it all through, which great, cool, fine, dandy. That's cute. Um, I didn't get to see because I don't fucking care um, at this particular point because <clears throat> I only care what I'm included in, not what everybody else is including in. Like, you know, it, great if you made it. Congratulations. You know, but if, if I'm not included in it, I'm not going to care because at this particular point in my life, unless like something includes me, like work, school, whatever, unless it includes me. I don't have the mental space or the capacity for it because a I have too much going on in my, in my in my personal life with family, roommates, work, school, emotional destruction, you name it. <laughs> I just don't have the mental capacity, so I didn't care about who made it onto the team. They didn't include me. Don't care. Um, <clears throat> but I I am extremely frustrated. And I didn't know, like, how do you bounce back from that? How do you bounce back knowing that this is just a fucking political game? That unless that you fit into whatever they're looking for at that particular point, your shit does not fucking matter. And so, like, I, and because of the fact that your look has a lot to do with it, I feel really bad for some of the big girls that tried out because they had no chance in hell like I did. And they looked at them, probably like ripped up their fucking score sheet and was like, fuck these hoes. Like they ain't getting in. 
Because um, like I said, it's what you look like. It's your accolades. And it's, it's such a fucking political game. And this is wild to me because I honestly thought that that joining an NFL team was going to be about fucking talent. Raw fucking talent. Don't get me wrong. I understand. I understand where sometimes you have to play it politically. Because if you have like a bunch of fucking white chicks that know how to fucking dance, people are going to be pissed. And I think that happened to a couple NFL teams where like they were completely and utterly scrutinized, like thrown under the bus. Um, by the way, this is what my friend who took a deep dive into this said. Some of the teams were thrown under the bus and they were thrown and slammed to the fucking ground because of the fact that they only had like a bunch of white girls and then <clears throat> maybe like a couple of like... <clears throat> minorities so of course i understand that it has to be some political mind game i understand that but when it becomes more about everything else about you and not about the fucking talent that's where i'm like i don't know if i want to do this i don't know if i want to be part of a part of an nfl team specifically because of the fact that like I don't want to play this political game. Like, I just want to be myself. I just want to be myself. I don't want to have to sit here and pretend and be like, hmm, I'm like the fucking Mother Teresa of Mexicans. I'm like half native and, you know, and just, that's just, that's just not me. It's just not me at all. I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I'm a fucking saint. I'm not going to pretend that like, I'm like the best person in the world. And then, no, like my skeletons are all out. Like, you have a question about it like i try to live my life in such an in i try to live my life in an authentic way <clears throat> as much as i can so i don't end up depressed i remember playing this whole political game back when i was in high school and i did not like the person that i became because you know i was trying to be the cheerleader i was trying to be the dance team i was trying to be you know the student council president and like holding like all these other offices and like all this other school bullshit, which in reality didn't amount to jack fucking shit um because my life turned out to be fucking shit thanks to my family um and so like i did not like the person that i became I was like such an aggressive person. You guys ever like see like those religious people that do their best to like being like super holy and super religious, but then like then they go into like a restaurant or into like Walmart or something and they completely treat service people like fucking shit just because one little thing went wrong and now like their life was like spiraling. Yeah, it was very, very that. Very that. And to me, this gives me like, this feeds me the same energy because it's not authentic. It's some, it's something that's absolutely completely fabricated, fabricated as freaking fuck that if I don't fit into whatever line that you're looking for, if I don't fit the, the look, my body, X, Y, Z, I'm not going to get in. <clears throat> and here's my thing. I'm not willing to change my mind. I'm not willing to change my body what was those three things i think I said, I said them earlier i was like there's three things that i'm not willing to change for a fucking job um uh what did i say my body my mind or who i am no something like that something like that i'm not gonna change me i'm not gonna change who i am what i post what i do my my activism my my stupid comedic styles just to try to just, just try to be an NFL cheerleader. Like, that's just the, the, the stupidest fucking thing that anybody could ever do. Why would I do that to myself? And 
And maybe this is just my experience with the reader rats. Um, because I don't know, maybe this could just be the specific team. It could just be the specific team that the skeletons came out and then I found out all this shit that, you know, and this was my bad experience. Maybe it could be a different, a, a different thing. Like if I were to try out, I don't know, for like the LA Rams or for like the, the 49ers or for the Cardinals or for whatever fucking team is out there, it could be a different story. But it could also not. I, I, I don't know. But this is just like the experience with the Raiderettes. The, but the Raiderettes is super political. And I think what's... I just... I hate this. I, I hate it. It is not... It is not what I thought it was going to be. That I was going to be talent-based. We're going to go in. We're going to do our thing. And go home. But it's not. There's so much that fits into this. Like the fact that someone said to a redhead it's a good season for redheads wow and and let me tell you like part of the reason why like i'm absolutely miffed because i i think i said it earlier like i you know i got noticed by like the head coach you know i got interviewed not once but twice um i had comments from all the other girls and then i remember like there was there was a makeup artist i don't remember his name i don't care to know his name anymore um he took a fucking video of me when we were doing um when we were doing freestyles i think i did a death job i think i did, I, I did a layout it's, i don't remember something i, I, I given them the ooh ah, ah sensation and like the house down boots man was videoing me he looked at me smiling and was like wow and then you know like me being the person that i am because i don't accept compliments very well i was like <laughs> you know <laughs> i was like hee hee um, and then I looked away, um, and then tried to like refocus on like what the other girls were doing and just looking at everybody else to see what else I can pick up and what I could possibly do. Um, but that's the thing, like, that's the thing that was so frustrating. Uh, and I think that's what like clouds my mind because for, for a good minute, I, uh, I dove myself into this fucking rabbit hole of, of like me like me telling myself that i wasn't good enough that i was gonna be this piece of shit because i didn't even make it past round one round one bitch like listen i when i looked at like a lot of the girls i knew who wasn't gonna make it past round one just because with what the coach was telling us and the, what was happening a lot of people weren't taking those notes i think there was one note that i didn't take which was we did like this weird move um where we threw our hands up and then put them to the side and she asked us to jump and I, and I don't think I did that. Um, <clears throat> but I don't think that was, I don't think that was, no one did that. No one really did that. No one really cared at that point. Um, Cause that's like more of like a, like a nitpicky type of thing. Like super, super nitpicky where whatever. Um, but I knew like a lot of the girls weren't going to make it through. I think there was like these two twins that were blonde and everyone was like, oh my God, they're so amazing. But then when you looked at the way that they were dancing, the way that they were throwing their arms, it was just super sloppy. So I was like, I know that they're not going to make it through. They might be gorgeous. They might be really pretty. They might like match, but I knew they weren't going to make it through and they didn't make it through. They ended up going back into the bus with the rest of us losers. Um, but it was, I don't know. I don't know, man. I I told my friend that I would go with her to other auditions so she can get experience. And I'm going to be honest. And I told her straight up. And I was honest about it. I was like, 
I really do think that you have a chance to be an NFL cheerleader with the Red Rats. I believe you have a chance. Me, on the other hand, I don't have a chance in hell. I don't have a chance in hell. I don't look... I, I'm not, like, an extreme fucking beauty. I don't have, like, these... I don't fit into, like, the regular norm. I Listen, even when I was in high school and in dance team, I never fit in with those fucking bitches. Never once did I fit in with any of those girls that I was dancing with on dance team or that I was cheering with. Not even in college. Never fit in with any of those girls. I was always, like, the weird one and the odd man out. And when I tell you, like, I was excluded about a lot of shit, I was excluded out of a lot of shit. A lot. Um, and so... I knew I wasn't going to fit in point blank motherfucking period. So I don't know, but I told her like, you have a chance, you have a fucking chance. So if this is what you really want, I say that you should go for it. Cause you have a better chance than, than most girls, I would say. Um, and you know, she, she asked if we would go to the LA Rams and, and go into the other auditions. I was like, listen, I'll audition with you. But I don't know if I want to step into this world of NFL cheerleading where it's like, it's not about your talent. It's not what, it's not about what you bring to the table. It's not about your individuality. It's, it's about what, (laughs) what box you check, what, what ethnicity you check, what hair color you check, what body type you check. Cause I'm not into that. I'm not into that at all. And it's shitty and it's shitty that, you know, these NFL teams would even do that and one thing and even it's frustrating because it's 20 fucking 22 it's 2022 and you're more concerned about looks than instead of talent and what people bring out there and this is where like i have major respect for people like oh god i'm about to cry i'm about to fucking cry this is where i have like major respect for like people like bad bunny and like lizzo because they are hiring these girls and these guys that are heavier set that they're big guys and that they're big girls but these bitches can fucking throw down like it's no fucking person's business and i respect that shit i have no respect for this not at all because it's not about me busting it down and, and like busting a move it's about hmm, do you fit into the boxes that we want to put you in like like are your accolades up to point are your looks up to point is your body up to point and and i don't know if i don't know if it's like but i I will preface by saying this i don't know if the coach is necessarily doing this i'm just gonna say that because i have no idea so i'm not gonna blame her i because she hired the coaches but um no no, wait wait let me rephrase she hired the people that were judging but i don't know if this was her decision to um to have all that bullshit because she was extremely nice um the assistant coach was extremely nice as well so i don't know if it was them I don't, I don't know if they have anything to do with it. I don't know. I, I would like to say that what was happening with the, with the selection was completely separate from what the coaches were because 
she, the coaches can like you. The coaches can like see that you're doing fucking amazing work and that you have, you have like all these skill sets and that, you know, you work hard. But just because that they like you doesn't mean that you're going to get in the door because of what whatever fucking company um, that owns them is looking at you for. Because I have no doubt in my mind that there's someone behind the scenes that, like, is looking at every single person. It's like, nope, fuck this bitch. Nope, this one's too fat. This one's a guy. Mm-mm, we don't accept guys. X, Y, Z. They're just the, 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 it's kind of like the president. Where it's like, they kind of take all the brutal bullshit. But in reality, it's people in Congress who are fucking shit up that the president can do his best to do to do his they can do their best to fix whatever issues is going on and, and they're the front man for blame they're the front man for for taking um for taking gratitude but they're not the ones they're just a figurehead everything else is behind the scenes so i don't know if it was the coaches i don't know if i don't think i think this is like a presidential type situation where they're just the figurehead but there's people behind the scenes that are being the puppet masters that are you know like moving the puppets and and moving them just to make sure that they stay up to par with what the look is and what they're looking for i think it was crazy because one um one of my friends told me that one of the girls that was on the redirects was like literally worried because they do they do things in groups of three three latinas three black girls three asian blah 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 blah, all this other bullshit and one of the girls who's black was literally worried that she would not make it through because she had competition so she's like i hope i make it through and i was like wow wow mary and that was another thing too like This is the part that really pisses me off because, yes, I understand if you had the ability to make the team before, um, you should, like, the, the, yeah, but I still believe that you should still have, like, you, still, you should still go through the audition process of going through everything. I think it really frustrated me because this happened similarly in high school where, like, the coach was like, hmm. I'm going to keep the girls and I only have like certain open spots. So um, we're just trying to fill those spots in. So I have like 10 spots. That's fucking whack. They, everybody should have to go through the audition process no matter fucking what. If you make it through, great. If you don't like fucking suck it up, buttercup. Guess what? This is what happens. I really fucking hate it when they're like, mm-hmm, I'm going to keep all the girls and only have certain spots open because that's just fucking stupid. If, listen, everyone has to go through the audition process. Everybody. So it doesn't matter if you've been on the team before, they could be a bitch that's fucking better than you. And honestly, I would do that because like, then I don't want the people that I have on my team to be fucking complacent. I want you to be the best of the best. I want you to be on your fucking toes, on your P's and Q's and that, and understand that you can be cut at any moment, especially if there's someone that's better than you. So you better work your ass off to be one of the best, but that's just me. But Vader, it's not really like that. Um, anyways that's my that's my rant about my audition process with the redirects um my friend wanted to go to the auditions to the rams so i i don't know she still wants to go i already signed up 
I'm going to ask her if she still wants to go. I'm down to go if she wants to go. Um, but we'll see. I'll like ask her like the day before. I was like, yo, are we still going to LA to go, go audition for the Rams? Cause you know, you wanted to. Um, and so we'll give it a shot. We'll see what happens. But <clears throat> I'm not holding my breath for any, any NFL team. Cause this was whack. <laughs> this was seriously whack. I don't think I would do it again. I'm not gonna lie to you. Well, actually, I I might be spiteful. Like, not even go through like any of the prep classes, and then just show up to the auditions every fucking year, just so they can see my fucking face, and just be like, remember me? <laughs> Especially like if they like listen to, they ain't gonna listen to this fucking podcast. They don't care about like this little fucking Mexican kid that just barely moved out here like a year ago. Like they ain't worried about this little fucking beaner boy. So. But I think it would be funny if, if, like, you know, they they heard this and they were like, <gasps> scandal. And then they would just see my face every fucking year. And they would just, like, look at me with despite and hate. Because, <laughs> honestly, I despise this. I so despise this. I, I despise, like, everything that it stands for. Because I feel like it's such a regression from progress. Because I was told that this is such a traditionalist team and i'm like fuck tradition it's 2022 mary get with the fucking times people are fucking queer males are trying out for like a lot of women things and women are doing a lot of male things get with the times now there's trans people well trans people have always existed but now trans people are like getting are like let okay let me rephrase now trans people are becoming more visible and and existing in their truth and being out more into the world and into sports and into spaces and everything in between so it's like get with the times get with the times but honestly i should have expected this from the raiders especially the way that they treated like kyle nasib um Guy came so Karan Asib was a football player for the the Raiders, and he came out as gay. There was a scandal that came out where like the coach had a bunch of homophobic and misogynistic tweets. Um, the coach ended up resigning. They ended up firing majority of the staff, or they resigned one of the two. But anyways, they ended up cleaning house, getting a bunch of new coaches in, and um, around this time that the coach was quitting, Karan Asib ended up getting um a leave of absence type of thing oh i think it was with pay or some shit which shit that's a lot of pay anyways but a little bit afterwards they ended up releasing him from his contract and stating that the reason why they released him from his contract was because what he produced on the field was not worth what they were paying him like let's keep it fucking real i honestly think that they just did it because he was a because he was gay that he was part of the 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 factory army the the alphabet mafia like other (laughs) like mary i don't even think that he's been picked up to be part of another team and i think this happened in march like the same month where we had like prep class um so i don't know i really do think that the raiders are not heading towards a progressive path that a lot of other teams are making like get out of this homophobic fucking state of mind like be more inclusive be be more progressive because it's 2020 fucking two and it's about fucking time like 
I don't know. I don't like, I don't know what to tell you, Mary, like do better because this shit ain't right. And it, and you ain't rocking it. Like you ain't doing it, but whatever. I wish people would understand this. Like the way that we control these people is by your fucking dollar. So don't buy like Raider merchandise. Like if you really do feel some way about like them releasing Carl Nassib from his contract or, you know, this bullshit with the Raiderettes, like don't give them your dollar. That's how you do it, Mary. But if they keep on making the coin, they're going to keep doing what they do. Um, but you know what? This is public to figure out. Not me. I've already figured it out my first year trying out and I, I don't like it, but I'm still good. <laughs> I'm probably going to try out next year just to, just to fucking, just so they can see my fucking face again. Because <laughs> let me tell you, the coach ain't going to see this. The coach ain't going to hear nothing about this. I don't even think that I, I'm, I don't even think I'm in her, in her line uh, of, of vision or of her spectrum of anything. I'm not in her, I, I'm not even in her world. She followed me, but I think it's because I accidentally followed her and I didn't even mean to, but I was like, oh, okay, well that happened. Uh, whatever but i don't know mary we'll see we'll see what happens <laughs> one thing's for sure i'm never getting on that team <laughs> but i'm still gonna try it out so they can see my face <laughs> but anyways thank you for listening to my fucking rant about nfl cheerleading um i'll let you know what happens in the next one i'm not gonna care i'm i'm just gonna go do shit and just have fun and because <laughs> I ain't gonna make it, Mary. Because let's be honest, I do. I am not what they want other cheerleaders to look like. So I'm, I'm Gucci, yo. I'm fucking Gucci. Like, oh. Amanda Seals once said, um, "If you do not like the paths that are already out there, forge your own path." Bitch, I just might. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'll get on TikTok. I don't know. I'll start like busting. Bust that pussy open and I'll tell her, bring it back. Bust that, bust that pussy. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to be busting that pussy open. And I'm going to tell you to bring it back. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. But anyways, thank you so much for listening. Join me next time. I don't know what I'm going to do next time. Um, hopefully, now that this audition debacle, I'm going to be more consistent with my podcasting. So make sure you guys are listening. Make sure you guys are liking. Make sure you're subscribing. Make sure you guys are giving me comments, curse words. Make sure to send nudes, all that fun stuff. Send me stuff. I'm just kidding. Um, but thank you guys for listening. Bye, guys. Thank you. Bye-bye.